The reason we call the last day of Yom Tov Simchas Torah that Amor tells us is because the Yidin are rejoicing and making a su'uda, a su'udas mishta, a feast for completing the Torah. Now we know that the Friedrich Rebbe said that the bracha of Shecheyonu that we say on Simchas Torah is in fact not only for the fact that it's Yom Tov, but it's also for the very Torah itself. And the Rebbe says we need to understand. Seemingly, the Simcha and Simchas Torah, as we just quoted from the Ramah, is for the fact that we complete the Torah. Shecheyonu, we usually say for something new. Now simply we could say that immediately as soon as we finish the Torah, we start the Torah again. But the question then is, Torah is actually something then that we're learning all of the time, as the halacha in fact is, we're always supposed to be learning Torah, with no interrup- interruptions whatsoever. So what exactly are we saying the Shecheyonu for? There's once again nothing new that's actually happening. Says the, the Rebbe, the explanation is like this. We know that Torah is Hashem's Chachmah, which is completely bleakvul, Hashem's wisdom, which is completely infinite. So that every single time we learn Torah, we're starting Torah again, it also needs to be in a whole new way, Shaloi Be'erach, completely incomparable to the previous way how we learned the Torah. And this is what we're saying, Shecheyanu, therefore, because we just completed learning Torah, and we're celebrating Simchas Torah, we completed the Torah, but at the same time, we, we completed one aspect of Torah, and we're celebrating that, and then we're saying Shecheyanu for the whole new way that we're going to be learning Torah now, the next time around. The Rebbe gives an example of this idea of learning Torah so differently than the previous time, a famous Gemara where Abzeira fasts, a hundred fasts, to remove himself from his previous way of learning Talmud Bavli, to be able to have a new level of learning in Talmud Yerushalmi. The Rebbe says this will be even more understood based on the idea that we know that when do we celebrate Simchas Torah, not on the time we got the Torah on Shavuos, we celebrate it soon after Yom Kippur, the time we got the second set of Luchos. We know Yom Kippur and the second set of Luchos is associated with the idea of Yidin being on the level of Baalei Tshuva. When a Yid is like a Baal Tshuva right now, he's like a whole new Metzius, a whole new entity. And therefore, following Yom Kippur, following being a new Metzius, when he's now going to conclude the Torah and start learning Torah, it's going to be in a whole new way, Shaloi Be'erach, completely not compared to his previous way of learning Torah. The Rebbe says this will also be connected to Pasha's V'zoi Sabrocha, where in Pasha's V'zoi Sabrocha, on the one end, the beginning of the Pasha, we have Moshe Rabbeinu teaching Torah to all of the Eden, Torah Tzivalanu Moshe, he gives us over all of Torah, and yet towards the end of the Pasha we have, that Moshe Rabbeinu goes up to Har Nevoi, to the mountain of Nevoi, which the Arizal tells us Nevoi can also be understood as Nun Boy, representing the idea that we know that there's 50 gates of wisdom. The Gemara says Moshe Rabbeinu was only given 49 of them. The 50th is, the 50th is completely beyond the normal. And yet Nun Boy means that when Moshe Rabbeinu is to, close to his passing, he gets even that 50th level, which again hints to this idea of learning Torah in a whole new level, and in a similar way every year on Simchas Torah, when he's starting to learn the Torah on a whole new level. The problem with all of this, however, says the Rebbe, is this is all very nice for people that are very great intellectuals, great Talmud Chachamim, that have a deep understanding of Torah, are now going to learn Torah in a completely new level. But how is this Simcha connected to each and every year that celebrates Simchas Torah? We all dance Simchas Torah together. We don't even learn the Torah, we're dancing with the Torah. How does this fit with what we just explained? The Rebbe says, we're going to understand this by first looking carefully at the words of the Bracha Shechiyonu V'Kimonu V'Giyonu L'Zman 
First of all, what are these three ideas? Shechayanu, he gave us life, the Kiyamanu, Kiyamanu literally means we exist. And Vihigiyanu, what does this word Vihigiyanu mean? Literally it means we reach to this time. And also says that, but we need to understand, usually we thank Hashem for something smaller, and then we're going to add, and thank you Hashem for giving us something even more than this. But in our case, if Kiyamanu just means that we exist, and Shechayanu means that whatever exists is also alive, you would think that it should have been the order first that we exist, and not only that, but we also have life. So the question is on the order of these three things. The Rebbe says the explanation is, when we are thanking Hashem for the life the way we had it up until now, really there could be a question. Are we really, was everything up until this point in my life really so great that I should be thanking Hashem for it? Seemingly there were many moments in life where there was different levels of tsar, of anguish, of pain, of agmas nefesh, negative things. And this is actually why we're going to be saying Shechayonu first, because we're about to explain that Shechayonu is actually referring to the Chayas of Torah, a Torah type of life. And the Rebbe explains, what does Chayas mean? What does life mean? Life, vitality, is something that exists in every part of the body in an equal way. You're not going to say that one part of the body is more alive than the other part of the body. So now we can understand that really the true Chayas only applies to Torah. That is, without Torah, it's really possible that there were plenty of moments in life where a person could feel that he shouldn't be thanking for it. There were difficult moments. There's times in his life that he doesn't have such a geschmack and such chayasin. A person is eating, sleeping, doing business. It's all always for another goal, for another purpose. It's not an end goal for itself. But when a person is living according to Torah, then every single moment of his life, even the physical things that he's doing, He's doing it, they're all permeated with a real true life, as the post says, by connecting to Hashem through Torah, that's the way every single moment of ours is true life. And therefore, then we could really thank Hashem and say, that we have that type of life, and we reached until this point, because every moment of my life had a real type of living, which is a highest of Torah. So what's Vikiyim Manu adding? The Rebbe is now going to explain that Shechayonu refers to the Neshama and the Kiyamonu is adding the Guf. That means like this, life itself, could, uh, Neshama is also alive, even without a Guf. So the word Vikiyamonu is coming to add that the body itself, seemingly Vikiyamonu, the body could have existed without Chayas, without Torah, and this is what we're thanking the extra thing for now, that the Chayas of the Neshama was drawn down and permeates even our body, every single aspect of our physical things as well. What is Vihigiyanu telling us? So the Rebbe brings from a Sikha the Free Dikarebbe that the word Vihigiyanu actually means like becoming tired from the word Yigiya, exerting oneself. Now, how is that connected to Shechiyanu? Usually we're thanking Hashem. Shechiyanu is for things that are full of happiness without any difficulty. Shechiyanu, if we say Higiyanu is Lashen Yigiya, working hard, so what does that mean? But the Rebbe explains that when we get something for free, it's called Nam Adachsufa, bread of shame. We don't feel good about it. We specifically feel good about the things that we worked hard for and we gained through our own avoida. In a similar way over here, we're saying that we're saying that the, the thanking Hashem that the, for the life in all of our matters, including our body, is coming through our effort, which that is what brings to real and true simcha. The Rebbe now says, we can now understand how the Shechiyonu is connected to each and every person at Simcha's Torah. That is, after we conclude the Torah, there's a whole new level of Hashem's oil coming down into the Torah. 
And Kavayachal, so to speak, it's almost like a new dimension of Torah now, a new level of Torah right now. So we all rejoice. We're all say, saying Shechianu. But we're all saying Shechianu in a slightly different way. That is, every person according to his own level. By those that are very involved in learning Torah, so by them the Shechianu is that they now have a whole new level of understanding of Torah, and that's where their Yegiyah Vehegiyanu, that's where their effort is. And therefore also that it, the way it's going to impact their guf, the v'kiyimonu, which refers to the guf as we said, is going to be impacted also by their Torah. By someone that's not as much involved in the learning of Torah, more involved in worldly things and doing good deeds, mitzvahs, etc. There's still that new oil that comes into Torah. And therefore it causes a new chayas in the way he learns Torah as well. He might not, learning it, might not learn it with a whole new understanding, but he definitely has a whole new chayas in the way he learns Torah. And that's the shecheyanu. And the Kiyamanu, as we said, it's also going to impact how he conducts himself all day long. And so too, Vigiyanu, he's going to put in the effort, first of all, to make sure that he does everything according to Torah, and also to remove himself as much as possible from worldly things and set more times for learning in Torah. Says that Ebed, this is again, once again, connected to Pasha's Vazoy Sabracha. Because one could ask, at the end of the day, if someone's not so involved in the learning of Torah, so how is it going to impact the rest of his life? I can understand the Torah impacts the rest of the person. But how is it by someone that's not so involved in learning Torah? And the Rebbe explains like this. First of all, in regards to someone that learns Torah, the Rebbe says, that, it says in the Safri on the Pasuk, um, the Torah is compared to a fire. So it says fire impacts you. In other words, it impacts the person. The body itself is impacted by the fire if he handles fire. In a similar way, the Torah that he learns doesn't only stay in his mind, it impacts his gashmi, his dika things as well. But not only someone that learns Torah, because what else do we say in the Parsha? We say, Torah is like an inheritance, which an inheritance, as we know, doesn't go by age. And therefore, if there's a renewal in the idea of Torah, there's a new oil in Torah, then that's shayach to each and every person to have a whole new renewal in his conduct and acting also according to Torah. And therefore, the way we rejoice actually is also not so much by the learning itself, but more with the dancing, because the main idea of the simcha is that shecheyonu, that the chayis is coming down into every aspect of the person, even into his maizah